everybody, it's Jenny. And Nicole. And we are in our office. I always feel like I have to have something to say, but I don't. So we follow the same pattern where I say something and then I explain myself. But anyway. You know, got to stick to a standard. We're sitting in our office. The end. And um, getting ready for the weekend, which I'm really excited yes, about. Yes, thank goodness. It's been, a, it's been a hot minute since we've done this because testing season. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and um, laptop collection, um, which is coming up on Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) I've already had so many freakouts, I feel like I can't even talk about it anymore. And um, so, yeah, we're ready for the weekend. I am going to prom again this year. And I am not. I know, I'm really sad. I I don't have any other friends. (laughs) I don't know who I'm going to talk to. I mean, it worked out this week. Um, Last year for Mother's Day, we got a... um, Joe paid for the us, myself and our I have words hold on my friend Rachel to go stay at the Gaylord and go stay overnight and then go to the spa in the morning because the spa at the Gaylord is the bomb and we wanted to do it the weekend after Mother's Day because Mother's Day weekend would be insane at the spa at the Gaylord so it worked out that it was just happened to be right after right when prom was and then Catherine got invited to a birthday party that evening and it doesn't get out until 10 because she's gotten to that age where now the parties don't happen at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, that's a late party. 7 to 10 o'clock for a bunch of girls just turning t- 10 or turning 10. Huh. Um, so I was like, well, birthday party and then this. And I'm like, you know what? Not this year. And Joe was bummed. He's mad at me. He's like, we're not going to prom. I was like, no, we have other stuff going on. So yeah. um, he's bummed that he's not going. But I haven't year. decided what I'm going to wear yet. Because, you know, last year I went really pretty casual and I wore Birkenstocks. <laughs> and then when I got there, I was like... Oh, I don't think this is a Birkenstocks kind of prom. Uh, teachers are wearing like very fancy things. So, um, and I don't really have any fancy shoes. For those of you that don't know, out in the world, I have a huge foot. So unless I'm uh, buying them off of like a very special website, um, I'm not going to find cute shoes because I wear like a 15 in women's. So I need to find a dress that I could also wear with my regular men's shoes that I wear (laughs) all the time so I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna wear yet and Heather's going with me um and she wants to wear a tux which I was like I don't want you to do that because I don't want to dress up that much so I don't know I think you can I think you should let her yeah I mean it would be kind of cool they'd be like who is that with Miss Stafford she's wearing a tux um I think some students would be very intrigued but uh I don't know so I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. We're working the entertainment area. And actually, I was assigned to work the entertainment area from 11 to 11.30. And I immediately sent an email and was like, I can't do that. It's I too have late. plans. Well, I have, yeah. I oh, have a right. show yeah. to go to at 11. Um, and I didn't get a response back. And I get that because we've been getting laptop emails that are like, oh, I can't do that. And we're like, oh, here's what we think about this person. <laughs> um, but I... I'm going to email him again and be like, did you hear me? I can't do that. So I'm going to have to leave. So we'll see what he says. And when we say entertainment area, I don't know if people understand because Pascal prom is kind of like a, it's its own monster. It's I've never experienced a prom like it before. Yeah, it's crazy. So it doesn't matter what the theme is because the theme changes. I think this one's like starry night or under star, something with stars in the sky. And it, they still always have a, a caricaturist, multiple caricaturists. Um, and then they always have, uh, balloon artists and tattoo, like temporary tattoos, fortune teller, fortune tellers. It's crazy. It's, um, and I've, they serve dinner. 
which I, have we talked about this before? Did you have dinner at your prom? So my, I went to prom three years because I dated a, a gentleman who Very was a year older than me. So sophomore year and junior year, no, we had dinner. You had to eat before and where we had, where they had prom didn't have food. They had like punch and cookies mm-hmm. or whatever, but they didn't have food. Um, and then my senior prom, they decided to try something different and they did end up having it at like a lo- different location than they'd had that before. And they ended up um, having like a catered meal. And honestly, I would have rather gone out to dinner somewhere else. The food was, I mean, we've all yeah. had banquet food. That's what it was. It was banquet yeah. chicken. So not like, not like microwave banquet. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I said that and I was like, oh wait, that sounds like we had microwave dinner. Yeah, so it was slightly nicer than that. Yeah. We didn't have food. Like, I think it was at, like, a, in a hotel, maybe. I just remember that they played You Shook Me All Night Long. And I was like, I think this is inappropriate. As a teenager, I was like, hmm. I always wondered, because, well, was it last year at prom, uh, Bodak Yellow came on. And all the kids were, like, they loved it. And if you've never heard that song, don't listen to it in front of children. Look up the lyrics. But it is not school appropriate. And the kids were going nuts. And one of our, um, she's a... Uh, or she's a coach and she teaches uh, phys ed, but she's also get, going to school to get her master's in administration. And she ran so fast up to the DJ booth and he turned it off and put something else on. But they got the first, you know, couple. Well, and it was it. censored, but the kids were screaming the words anyway. So they were just screaming the F word. And I was like, cool. <laughs> Very cool. We were sitting at a table like next to our principal. And I was like, this is wonderful. <laughs> so <laughs> it made me really uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to go to prom and see that again. And But I am excited. And a bunch of kids have asked me, like, are you going to prom? Are you going to prom? Are you going to prom? Um, so I'm excited to see them. Um, I did. I mean, you know, at, you've always had like teacher chaperones or whatever. It's mm-hmm. always been a thing. But, you know, today to one of my friends, I said, yeah, I, I'm going to be a little bit late to the show because I'm going to prom. And he was like, with a student? <laughs> I was like, what? What? That's your first <laughs> assumption that I'm going on a date to prom with a student. And I was like, no, dude, I'm a chaperone. That's <laughs> like, a thing. It's a thing we yeah. do. Um, and he was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. His first assumption was just that I'm, I went with a student, which I find very weird. So thanks for having faith in me. So anyway, that's uh, that's what's new with me. I, I mean, aside from the laptop stuff, which I can't talk about because I'll start crying. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about it, and I'll take the reins on the discussion because Jenny's, you know, it's been it's been <laughs> a week. Um, so for us, you know, we actually got a text today. Every w- Friday, we've been getting texts from our builder about like the state what's been happening on the house, and we drove by last week and we actually saw it. We could see it from the street. It had you know the beams were up. It looked like a house. And I was like, I sat there and stared at it for like two, three minutes. Just couldn't talk. I was so happy. I was just like, oh, it's real. It's really real. Like it's one thing to like look at a plan and pick stuff out to, but actually like see it being built is really cool. And then we, like, somebody asked me today, so how's it going? I'm like, it's okay. I'm waiting on our weekly text from our builder. And like five minutes later, I got my text and it has a roof. It has like a roof and then they were putting shingles on today. And it has walls. And it has walls and windows. Yeah. Um, so it's exciting. So starting next week, they're going to be able to actually work on the inside side which is insane so hopefully next week we'll be going inside and maybe like walking the stairs and like walking our space which i think because they're basically like you can go in you know if it says hard hats only then grab a hard hat but you're they don't want you there when they're working right like on the weekends or sunday you can go which is kind of weird because think about how many people walk through your house before it's your house because people can just walk through the construction 
which is weird. I didn't think about that till right now. Oh my god! All, that all is of weird. our neighbors are gonna be like walking through our house before. So we also this is something uh, can help me on Twitter. So our neighbors next door, they are having to live through our construction because their house is built, finished. They're living there. Uh, we haven't met yet. I'm trying to find a good present to bring them on one of the weekends we go over there and visit it because i want to be like hey we're your new neighbors we kind of have a weird crazy living situation we were really nice and i need like a gift basket or something but yeah. i was looking at gift baskets on like amazon that i could get delivered and they're all kind of like lame meat and cheese baskets so i'm trying to think of a good present to give our neighbors i mean i love meat and cheese baskets like they're one of my favorite things um, but they might not, so you don't know. But I think it'd be cute if you gave them, like, earplugs and wine, and you're like, here's stuff to help through, like, the building Through the building home. process. We're real sorry that you have to live it. And then the house next to us is being built, but it's a smaller house than ours, so they actually haven't started the walls for them yet, so they're going to get... So we'll be living through probably a little bit of construction. Maybe not. They may get done about the same time, mm-hmm. but since ours is a significantly large house, they needed more time to get everything right. together. But... Um, you know, we've been living with our friend Rachel and there are eight people and four dogs living in an 1800 square foot house. Um, it's been insane, but it's had its benefits. It really has. It's one of those moments where you kind of get the sister wives theory, not all of it, but some of it. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, what's happening at that house? But, uh, we joke about that with Joe where he's like, don't tell people that. Don't say that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but the one night, like sh- my, our furniture would be like, okay, I'm going to cook Monday. So I'd come home from work and there'd be dinner already cooked. And oh, that's she- and nice. We'd be like, we'd share like feet, getting the kids their food. And, and Joe's been out of town a lot. So it's been nice to have that extra help. Cause I'm used to doing that mainly by myself. And then like Wednesday I made dinner and we started getting like vegetables delivered Oh, that's here's a plug that we are not getting paid for. But Jenny, how long have you been doing imperfect produce? A couple months. Okay. And so I was like, we should do that. And now with all these people living in the house, we should do that. And so we got our first box and I'll post the picture. We got a carrot, a single carrot, right? It was the biggest carrot. Yeah, it's, it's pot- giant. <laughs> potentially the biggest carrot ever on earth. But it fed, she cut it up and it fed everybody. We She made roasted carrots and broccoli and it was delicious so we started getting like vegetables delivered and it's so nice to have that like you know extra help and we kind mm-hmm. of both pick up the house in the morning we're getting everybody ready so it's chaos but it also is chaos with extra hands so i kind of yeah. i feel like when we move into the bigger house and we're all kind of have our own space we'll i think at some point we'll miss the closest not for a while i think we'll like having our own space but i think for it take us a little while uh, i certainly won't miss the four dogs and i love all of those dogs but that's hard. That's hard because they all get along, but she's got a golden retriever and an Australian shepherd, and I've got a boxer mix and a lab mix, and they um, they get feisty. I mean, they get along and better than we anticipated. We mm-hmm. were really afraid, especially with her golden retriever because he's so big, and he's a male, and the other ones are females, and my, my lab mix is a hot mess. So yeah. uh, I didn't know how it was going to go, but in the end... It's worked out okay, but we have to like rotate their feeding schedules because both my dogs are very food aggressive. So you can't have their food out at the same time the other dogs are out because they'll start getting snarly and it's been a mess. So having the dogs being separated will be nice. And it's definitely reminded me why we only, Joe and I only have two kids. Oh yeah. Because they have a, she has a two-year-old and a almost four-year-old and toddlers toddlers are, they're a piece of work. Sometimes they're so sweet and so cute. And there's a reason why they're so sweet and so cute. Cause sometimes they're like she devils Mm -hmm. and it's like, Oh my God. Like, so it has made me appreciate my 10 year old and my six year old who have outgrown that phase of life. 
Uh, I know eventually everybody's like, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. And I'm living it right now. And I'm certainly was like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Just, this is what I didn't I have. I don't miss kids. that. We have the four dog thing going on all the time because we have four dogs, but we don't have any kids um, or like a multitude of extra adults in our house. We used to. It was my living nightmare. Um, it did not end as well as I'm sure your situation will. I was like, goodbye forever. I will never see you again. Um, but I mean, I get it with the four dogs. It's once one of them starts, if one of them starts, they're all going to start. So when like Maria barks, then the rest of them are like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. And Ollie, Ollie, the golden retriever is a big whiner. Like if he he just wants, he's a sweet thing, but he's Aww. a whiner. And that noise, something about that pitch of his whine yeah. just grates on my nerves. And I'm like, stop it. I don't know what it is about that particular pitch that just makes me insane. I feel that way about a crying baby. So I think that's why I don't have kids. Because every time I hear a baby cry, I'm like, oh, my God. You, I don't know if you remember, there used to be this commercial for a uh, whooping cough. And is, <laughs> did I say that word? Whooping cough. Um, and I don't know. I never caught the name because I was so busy leaving the room. But uh, it's just this baby crying. And they're like, your baby might have whooping cough. And I was like, oh, my God. I can never have a baby because if they get that cough, they'll cry. Out. I just I was like, that's the worst sound I've ever heard. Um, it didn't like spark a maternal instinct in me. So I was like, unless I give birth to a teenager, I don't think I'm really, I don't think I'm cut out for that. And there's job. a reason you were going to high school <laughs> right there. So we are surviving that and it's not been too bad. Just like we have, like I said, today was our last day of AP testing. Yay. Star testing is done. Yay. So we've survived. hundred percent tested. Yes. We are so excited to be done with testing season. Um, and so we kind of want to talk cause we know as librarians, we actually just got out of a meeting with a all of our district librarians, everybody K through 12 is in testing mode right now. It just doesn't matter what grade it is. Yeah. You're, you're covering classes, you're being a proctor, you're helping everybody, every librarian we know is in testing yeah. mode right now. So it's kind of good now to be out of it and kind of talk about how we've survived. Well, yeah, it. I was like, God, you guys are all really surly today. All of them <laughs> were like ready to go. So, um, I mean, I get that. Uh, I think, for us, you know, if we let ourselves like fall into the black hole that is testing, I don't think we'd ever come out because no. we'd be so frustrated. So it's really important for us to try and stay positive. Um, that's like my life's mantra all the time is just stay positive. And then sometimes I'm like, I can't have to cry. But um, I, I think it's helped us, one, to be like, oh, we get to spend like time together. Cat came and tested with us. Yeah, that was during Star. Yeah. So like we get to see Cat, which is cool. So I think we've tried to search for any good positive things. thing we can find in it and just try not to make it. I mean, it's, we know it sucks. It mm -hmm. sucks. But it's one of those things where you're not going to get out of it. No. There, you're not going to like whine your way out of it. You're not going to like complain your way out of it. So you might as well. Um, I can't remember what book it's from, but it, it's like embrace the suck, like embrace yeah. the suck and find the positive stuff. Yeah. That's like today you were helping, uh, today was AP music theory and Jenny had to go over to the, one of our other buildings and help set up the audio yeah, sound like stuff. Yeah, like 6.30 in the morning. Because she's a goddess. Oh, so early. <laughs> um, but it's one of those ones where that sucks. But if you're like, but when you saw the kids and you saw the kids that were testing, it made you like happy because they're just sweet kids. It's yes. like a good group of kids to work with. So yeah, I texted Nicole and was like, okay, here's the rundown of what's going on. Cause we were like doing a tag team thing and I was going back to the library and Nicole was coming in to help with testing. Um, and so I was like, here's a rundown of everything that happened. And also the kids are the bomb. They're smart and they're sweet and it's going to be really good. So 
I was excited when I saw all of them. And and I was excited because one of them was a kid who um, was like really, really big in the Smash tournament. Mm-hmm. And I was like over setting something up and he came over and was like, hello, Miss Stafford. It's good to see you. And I was like, oh, my God, you're such a sweet kid. Even at 730 in the morning, they were they were all being super sweet. And uh, so, yeah. Uh, any positives you can find. Yeah, even in ones where we did, like last week when we did Spanish AP, that mm. was a S show from the beginning. It was so bad. And the kids were not great. I mean, they, they weren't all bad, but there were some kids definitely who had no business testing in there. No. But you kind of have to just laugh it off and be like, well, that sucked. And oh, yeah. Like, After that test, we stood in the halls and we're like, I can all we can do is laugh. Because like at one point we were like, do not hit anything don't do anything to your recording and a kid literally turned around and looked us both in the eyes and was like i deleted mine <laughs> like it was the, all we could do was laugh we're like that's the most ridiculous thing that you've ever done please and in the moment of course we couldn't do that so nicole like went over to him and was like hit record hit record but afterwards we were like what can we do but laugh so you know um, there are parts of being a proctor that I enjoy. Like um, you get to see all the weird things that happen. So like we kind of get to be in the like admin roles mm-hmm. of testing. So we see some wild things and I'm all about that. I am like Gretchen Wieners from Mean Girls. My hair is full of secrets. I'd like love, love learning things about people. So I well, like that and you get to work with people you don't usually work with different yeah. teacher proctors and things like that and then with a- doing ap the nice thing is um if you proctor a test in the morning because of the overlap of the test though if nothing crazy happens you get to take the other half of the day off yes so we enjoy that so we've we got a couple days this week where we only had to work a little over half a day yes which and was that nice. was so nice and i went home the other day after ap testing and watched the entire season of jailbirds on netflix which if you haven't watched it it's a show about people in jail I don't know why I watch that stuff because I'm terrified that I'm going to get framed and go to jail. So anytime I watch a show about jail, I feel scared. What's that MSNBC show that's all about being in prison? Oh, 60 Days. No, it's not 60 Days In. It's behind bars. There's one called Locked Up. Oh, Locked Up. Locked Up, There's also Women Behind Bars. In college, Joe and I used to watch Locked Up all the time. Just like on – because it would be on like almost like a marathon and we would just watch it. Why are we watching this? I don't know. You can't stop. I watched – it's only five seasons. I mean, not five seasons. (laughs) Five episodes. And I think they're like an hour. So that's five hours. That's a long time. Um, But I watched the whole thing. I couldn't look away. They were talking about how – this jail in Sacramento is a tower and all of their toilets connect together. So they do this thing called, I'm, I've totally derailed. They bail out their toilets. They take all the water out and then they toilet talk. And then they meet people, men and women meet each other like through. And so they'll be like, yeah, this is my girlfriend. I met her on the bowl. That's literally what they say. It was. So that's the benefit of AP testing. I learned so much about jail and then these two people i mean i don't want to ruin it for any of you i won't tell you who it is but there are two people that then they show at the end of the show and they're out of jail together and they're like can you believe we met on the bowl and now we're dating <laughs> talk about that's there's a story how did you meet well let me explain on this. the bowl let me explain the california prison system to you it's the craziest thing ever so that's the true perks of being a proctor you get to go home and watch netflix during the day only for AP testing, not for STAR. We're real, no. <laughs> we're real sorry about you people who have to do STAR. Yeah, they would never. We did STAR too. It wasn't just all AP, but yeah. we, we did both. Jenny did more than I did. I got out of it during for one of them because I was doing AP testing the one yeah. day. 
Well, and also, I can't say no. That is true. Actually, we're actually going to talk about that. Because <laughs> we had our evaluations this week. So um, anyway, so yeah, we did testing. Um, and we're also like we're getting to the end of the year. Yeah, so. we had our, like I said earlier, we had our end of the year business meeting with yeah. the other district librarians. They ran through our end of the year checklist, which has some new stuff on it, yeah. which we learned us about some reports we didn't know about. Um, you were, which is the one they were, you were running the math on earlier. The, um, the refresh rate. So it's like you, it's your um, removal and refreshal that's not a word <laughs> refresher rate I don't know um and so you calculate like how many books you have you pull a, a weeding report for how many books you've weeded which is we were like which, yeah for us we're like oh no this this is a bad year I mean it's a good year we weeded stuff that needed to be weeded but it was one of those it was an intense year it was yeah an intense weed year and so we weeded a lot of books our uh, removal rate was like 15 percent but I think it was totally necessary but our refresher rate was 7%, which is actually really good because anything over 5% is distinguished. Which is awesome because for us, our budget was so small this year that yeah. I'm surprised we were able to refresh. Yeah, we added like 1,050 books or something like that. So I was impressed. And then we ran earlier, we ran because we finished inventory, thank goodness. And I ran the um, library, the Destiny Report title, Wave Analysis there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out. Um, and actually our average age of a collection is 2009. I so it's 10 crazy. years, which I mean, library people know that's really good, but mm. other people are like 10 years. Like, no, that's a that's really good. good number. We're really that's proud of that. Also distinguished. And we're all about labels around here as long as they're good. So we were really Yeah, excited. they were giving us the report and our director was like, remember, these labels are given for the library program. They are not reflection of you as a person. Please don't get offended if your needs improvement. It's not you. It's your program. And that sometimes doesn't have anything to do with you. And we're like, but it hurts when you say that. But when we got distinguished on those, we're like. <laughs> we're like, yeah. It, it is important. So, you know, one of the things we're trying to do at the end of the year is get all our books back. Yeah, we um, we run that library materials report, and um, we've been trying to get under a thousand books out. Which for us, again, seems like a lot, but for us, because we do core novels with English mm -hmm. classes, that's not that bad. Last year, I came up on my time up like a week or two ago. We had like sixteen hundred overdue yeah. books the same time last year, and now we are. If it's just overdue, we're at like nine twenty um, total books out is like just over a thousand. So that's it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, but we were trying to be proactive and hit up our seniors early because a couple times last year, the kids were like, you never told me you had anything out. So I've been emailing their second period teachers like multiple times. Like, hey, yeah. these are your classes. This is what's due. Tell your kids. And we're not doing fine. So it'd be like, just bring us the books back. Just bring yeah. us the books back. And every time I send those emails out, we get a handful of books in from kids who've turned them in. So it's working. It just isn't working as quickly as I'd like. And actually, Joe pointed out, because he was listening to an old episode from last year when we were doing collection, and he's like, well, you're not going to be able, now with this new collection or uh, collection process, we're not going to be able to scan their IDs and check their library oh, yeah. status. But it is what it That's is. That's okay. I, I, I'll trade that for just one day. For one day, one day collection. of collection. That's what, pretty much exactly what I told him. Yeah. And then we've been trying to put stuff out on social media, on our Instagram, on the school's Instagram, like, hey, um, books are due, turn stuff in, there's no fines, just yeah. bring your stuff back. So I'm hoping for a good wave of stuff this next week. And then locker cleanout has got to be coming up. It's always soon. good for us. Yeah, we always get stuff back during yeah. locker cleanout. I did see this really cool thing, uh, which I didn't add to the best of Twitter, but there's a school that sets out like paper boxes and they put labels on them that says like 
notebooks here, pens here, and the kids who are, you know, because that's the problem. The kids clean out their lockers and they don't care and they just throw all that stuff yeah. um, in the trash and it's like perfectly good notebooks and perfectly good pens and stuff. So they set up these like collection bins in each hallway so the kids can be like, hey, I don't need this notebook. Like, hey, throw it in here. Because I know our teachers go around sometimes and do that, but it's nice that there's one like collection location and they add that to their supply closet yeah. for the next year, which I think is fantastic. Uh, maybe we can get them to do that. This, I mean, it's not that hard, just some empty boxes. But, um, yeah, locker clean out, we usually get a bunch of stuff in as well. Yeah, we get a ton of books, which is really exciting. So we're getting there. I, I did have a kid come in and check today. She was like, can you tell me how many books I need to turn in? And I typed her ID number in wrong. And I was like, because she had like 10 books out, which I'm still trying to figure out how that happened, but it did. Um, and so she was like, can you tell me how many books I, I need? I typed her number in wrong and it came up as zero. And I was like, you could turn them all in. And she was like, oh my God. And then I was like, no, I'm just kidding. That's not you. <laughs> I felt really bad. And she only has three left. Um, and she was like, well, I'm just worried. I'm going to have to pay like 50 bucks. And I was like, you know what we'll never do? Make a kid pay us 50 bucks. Like we're not in the business of making money. So see if you can find the books and then we'll figure something out. Well, yeah, we, like we never. always make a negotiation. I mean, even when we did fines, we still were very, very yeah. nice about it. Yeah. And I, when, you know, when kids are graduating and they have like so much ahead of them, they're trying to go to college or do whatever. I'm never going to be like, give me 50 bucks. Like I would not. And I, I mean, if you do, I'm not judging you only a little bit, but I was like, we're not going to take 50 bucks from you. Just like, go find the books. And if you can't find them, then we'll talk about it. But so we have kids checking. We have kids aware. Yeah. They're getting ready. They're ready for the end of the school year. Oh, God. Yes, they are. I think we are, too. Um, but we're already thinking about next year because we are proactive. And we'll forget everything that we thought about. Just kind of the, ben <laughs> the benefit of the podcast is that it keeps us honest. Cause we're like, well, how are you doing on that? We're like, Well, actually, yeah. we, we totally failed on that. But thank you for asking. Um, yeah, so we had, we talked about this a second ago, we had our evaluations yesterday and, uh, they overall went very well. They yeah, were they very were great. Positive. Um, and so he was really nice about kind of what we were doing really well and how much he appreciated us, especially with our kind of taking over the laptop process. Um, which I think I was telling Joe, I was like, you know, we could have been really crappy librarians and we still would have gotten a good, uh, a good report because we've done so much work with the laptop, yeah. which I mean, has its there's downsides to that, but also it's like, well, you can't get too mad at us. Uh -huh. Think about all the stuff we're doing that you don't have to do. Yeah, do that collection on your own. <laughs> um, but there were some things that he had talked about that he wanted us to work for next year, and we and we agreed with them. They were all really good ideas, and it, it wasn't necessarily stuff we didn't want to do or hadn't tried to do, which is stuff we had been less successful with right. with the, the previous administration, but now with our new administration and the new team, um, they're, they're a little bit more game for some of the, the changes and things we want to work with. So one of them was um, working with a department. So we've tried that before, like going to department meetings and we haven't, they always look at us like, we're like, why are you here? Mm -hmm. And I get that. You kind of, those groups have such their own little relationship that they don't like having, you usually don't like having outsiders come in and cause there's always a rapport and there's, you know, there's inside jokes and things like that. And you know, it's weird when you're the outsider coming in, but he's like, well, we're just going to make it an expectation that you, yeah. if, if we expect it of you, then you show up and they're going to be like, why are you here? Like, well, you know, the, the you know, principal and the admin team expects us to mm -hmm. be here so we can figure out what we can do for you. 
And so we're like, okay, cool. As long as like you're expecting that, then it, it's going to come off on our evaluations if we don't do it. So it kind of keeps right. us honest and try to keep working at it. And then it gives us something to say to the um, less than stellar thrilled um, teams. They're like, why are you here? Like, yeah, we can just use that as fuel. Be like, we because we have to be here. Yeah, we have to be here. So let's have a brainstorming session. So we were talking about it, how we were going to approach that. And I think the best way for us to do that is send out an email and say, we will be attending your department meeting on this day. We would like to brainstorm with your team for at least X amount of minutes. Like, yeah. don't even give them an or option. Or we'd like to show you some cool new things that we have. We Basically, we want to present to your team. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that I talked about in my uh, evaluation with him was Chromebooks. Because the teachers have never, most of the teachers have never worked with a Chromebook before. And not that they're a whole lot different than a laptop, but they are. And so that might be our buy-in. Right. To be like, hey, you guys, the kids have Chromebooks now and you guys haven't really been able to work with them much but we can help you let's do a thing oh yeah yeah so just send them an email and say like we will be at your department meeting on this day for, for chromebook, chromebook orientation, orientation. Mm-hmm. see you then and that'll get us there during the first six weeks yep i love that okay i'm writing that down <laughs> um those words chromebook orientation because i think we need to remember that uh, and one of the other ideas he had had um was about working with our new teachers because we usually have i mean we always have a handful of new teachers every year and in the past, we've had new teacher orientation day, the very kind of right before school starts. And they, they take them around the school and they take them to their room and they meet the admin team and things like that. And we used to go in and we'd have spend like 20, 30 minutes with them and talk kind of right. about what the library does and what we can do for them. And that didn't happen this year. Well, now this next year, because of this new flex days thing our district is doing, it's probably not going to happen this year either. Right. And so he, what he wants to do is create like a new teacher checklist, like that they have to kind of, we have an end of the year checklist. This will be like a beginning of the year checklist for the teachers, people that they have to go meet and talk to and see. And I'm like, that's genius because it kind of forces you into going and seeing these people and making sure you talk to the financial secretary. Do you know who the finance, cause you're going to need her at some point. So you should know who she yeah. is. Uh, talk to the registrar, talk to the librarians, talk to, and then have them you have to, you just have to initial their, um, checklist and then they turn yeah. their checklist into their, um, mentor, mentor, their T test person or whatever. It's so important because I think about like, think about your first year on campus as a teacher, especially this, I mean, this campus is insane. Oh, I was, so and you know what? I was lucky because we were working together really closely. But like if I was just a teacher in a classroom, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm terrified. I don't know anyone. There's 75 million people here. Some of them outwardly seem like they don't want to talk to me ever. So, you know, you kind of need somebody to show you the ins and outs. And you need to be pushed yeah. to meet those people. And that kind of forces, um, you know, that checklist kind of forces. So I think that's great. So he said he's yeah. going to add that in for the new teachers. So we'll get to have a new teacher orientation kind of on a one-on-one basis as they come in and do their checklist, which I think is awesome. Yeah. And then one of the other big ideas that I talked about with him, uh, because we're talking about, especially with the Chromebooks and digital integration, was having classes do digital portfolios. Because I told him about the digital media class creating those Google sites. Yeah. And that's kind of how it started. He's like, that's really cool. It would be awesome if we had other classes had portfolios for other topics, not just for art, uh, that we could they could start and then move up with them. And since they have Chromebooks in there, I mean, the district will most likely have Chromebooks for the next four years at least. They have all this Google integrated stuff. They could create these portfolios with Google sites and things like that. And at the end of their senior year, under their kind of course requirements, whatever kind of class they're taking, especially for our um, gold seals programs of choice Mm -hmm. classes, um, they have a thing they can show at the end of all the stuff that they've yeah. done. So he's he's really into the digital portfolios. So I think that's going to be a push for us 
and teaching teachers different things they can use with Google to create these digital portfolios. You know, we probably need to do our Google training. Because yeah, that would help us, I think. And we've talked about it a million times, but we're always like, why? We're a Microsoft district. And we're still technically a Microsoft district, but, um, you know, I think we're kind of with our Chromebooks, we're going to be going back and forth. So, yeah, that we might do that this summer. Get Google certified. We've talked about doing it forever. It's the only problem is, is that with Google, it sounds bad. I'd rather, I want to take a multiple choice test and get like, you know, study and do well. And with the Google one, you have to like write, which it sounds awful because (laughs) we tell the kids, you need to write. Writing is important, but it's like, I don't want to write. But we write a lot. I don't want to write an essay about why I should be a Google classroom instructor. I just want to do, just let me take a test. But that's the thing that that honestly is the thing that has been like the stopgap and why I haven't done more because it's like, it's the first essay and I'm like, I don't want to write it. No, I can't. Um, so I got to get over it and move on. Yeah. It's, if we're going to be Chromebook people, we need to know what we're doing. We could set that as a summer goal it's a good like, summer to goal. try to do that. I mean, we have other summer plans, but it's a good summer goal. That could be we summer might goal. like meet up at like one of the TCCs and like sit one of the uh, community colleges yeah. around here and like sit in the library, force us into a space that's not our space that we wouldn't be comfortable in. I, I mean, not uncomfortable, but not. Well, yeah, like, I know what we can do. Um, you can come up to the library because I am the summer school That's librarian. That's right. You are summer school librarian. Um, I'm excited. I know it's weird, but I like applied for it and I really wanted it. So it's validating it's, for me. It's not at our library though. She has no. to go to another library. So but. we'll be like outside of our space. We won't be in our office where we can just like chill. And then you can come up there and we can yeah. do apply. that today. Yeah. Um, so that'll be really fun. But yeah, I'm going to work as the summer school librarian. And I mean, I think a lot of it is going to be asset management because mm-hmm. summer school is it's so weird. It's completely online. So the kids come and get their device and then we are holding open lab. So like from 730 to 1115 and then from like 1215 to 345. And the kids don't have to be there. They can take their device home and do all of their summer school at home. Or they can come to open lab. And so I think it's going to depend on whether or not they have internet access and things like that. But I thought about myself as a high school kid. Um, if I needed summer school, which thankfully I didn't because I went to school every Saturday uh, <laughs> to make up for the times I was not there. Um, if I needed summer school and they just gave me a laptop and they were like, do it at home, I would be like, wonderful. See you never. I don't, I mean, I don't know if I would have done it. I mean, I wasn't like a, a bad kid or anything, but I was, you know, lazy and yeah. a procrastinator. So the last day that summer school was supposed to be over, I'd be like, oh, I guess I better finish this. So. But see, I think, I think it's good because, I mean, I'm hoping that some of the kids' parents will know their kids well enough to know that they need to send them to open lab because yeah. it's the only way it's going to get done. I think they will. Other kids um they probably have issues of why they weren't there and it's better for them to be at home it's not mm-hmm. necessarily about the work it's about the attendance part and being at home and doing it is probably going to be the better option for them so i like that and honestly i like because so many classes now we tell that to the kids when especially our seniors there are most likely going to be taking online classes at some point a hundred percent so they might as well get used to what that's like because this is basically i mean it's ingenuity is the name mm-hmm. of what we use um it's an online it's like blackboard it's like an online class yeah so they have to go through the process and so getting them used to that now it's summer school um and then so that way when they get to college and they take one of those classes it's not a surprise of how to do that and how to do time management because that is the big difference between an in-person class and an online class Mm -hmm. is that nobody is managing your time but you whereas in an online 
in-person class, you have a specific place to be, somebody who's expecting you there um, at a time. And that, you know, that there's a different mindset between the two, right. I think. Yeah, that's my issue. I'm not very good at time management, but... Um, I mean, I've survived. But you still graduated with your master's yeah. in a totally online I mean, program, I cried so. a lot. I was like, <laughs> I should have done this weeks ago. But here I am. Look at me, kids. <laughs> Don't use me as an example. But anyway, so yeah, that's what I'm going to do during the summer, summer school librarian. I think we're going to go to Colorado at some point. And um, I mean, I'll definitely make a trip home to Midland, Texas. But I don't know if that's like a bit a really big deal. But um, yeah. I think it's going to be a fun summer. I'm excited. See, I'm just excited about being almost done with school because, yeah, school and work, uh, because I have an intense desire to organize that house that we're living in right now um, because our friend Adam who passed away was definitely a a collector of things. And uh, the goal in the end is for her to sell the house. And so we need to get rid of things in it. And I love doing that. It makes me happy. It yeah. brings me joy. And so the fact that I have to go to work every day when I could stay home for hours and just get rid of things <laughs> has been really hard. It's been a really hard month just because I want to, I've wanted to take a day off all month and go and clean, but I, I haven't, I've been here Yeah. and being a responsible adult. Um, so I get to do that once we're done with work so I'll be organizing and then we have a trip to Paducah Kentucky which is where my husband grew up slash Nashville because Paducah Kentucky is not the most interesting place on earth unless you are a quilter and then it has the National Quilters Hall of Fame Museum whatever Um, but for the most part not the most interesting place on earth so we decided to split family with vacation because my dad's theory when I was growing up was always that it's not a vacation if you visit family. So he always, which my mom's mo- my mother's mom lived in Florida. So we would always go visit her in Tampa and then we would go to Orlando and do like a vacation thing. So it was like a two for a trip. So that's what we're trying. So we're doing a few days in Paducah and then we are doing three days in Nashville. And I'm that's very excited. Fun. The kid, I mean, excited to go the kids are excited to see their grandparents and to see um joe's uncle has a small farm with horses so they're excited to see them um and then nashville two of our college friends are going to come down because one lives in memphis and one lives in ohio and they're going to come meet us in nashville because it's a decent drive for everybody and we're going to go to the zoo and we're going to go see the grand old opry we're going to go to dave and busters because there's one right by our hotel um so that i'm excited about that trip and then the end of the summer i planned a trip for me and Catherine to go fly up to ohio um, because I just hadn't seen my grandparents and I kind of missed them and I wanted to go, but I didn't. And Joe's been working so much that I knew he wasn't going to be able to take any more time off. And I love my son, but I don't want to fly alone with a six-year-old and a 10-year-old. Right. Flying alone with a 10-year-old, it's not, I mean, that's going to be easy. Be like, do you have your iPad packed? Cool, let's go. Like, yeah. That's all it's going to be. But with him, it's a little bit more intense. So with her, she can hang out with her cousins because I've got, she's got a, I have a niece who's 12 and a nephew who's 10. So um, I'm excited for that trip a lot because I get to see some of my friends and see my grandparents and I don't have this. It's just the two of us. So it's a lot like more chill of a trip yeah. than when it's all four of us. And that's, she'll remember that, that time, like that you guys went on a trip together. Um, so I know she was excited about it. She was talking about it. Oh yeah. She's babysitting them. All right. And the last thing we want to do, we've, you know, we've done it in previous episodes. I found some really cool stuff on Twitter that I wanted to at least give a shout out for. Um, one of them is digital and art sorry digital i looked at two different things at once (laughs) book and art basically you know those old metal bookends we've talked about doing this before but what she did was she gave them to her art classes her painting classes and the painting Uh. classes kid the only part of the assignment was it had to represent a book 
that they liked. And that was that's the, cool. And that was the assignment. And then they painted bookends and then they signed them and they brought them back. Once they dry, they brought them to the library and now they. Okay. Yes. We're doing that. Yeah. So that was because we've talked about like letting our seniors paint them or letting book club paint them. But I think having it as an assignment for our class sounds really cool. Um, and so they turn out really cool. So I'm on the website. I'll put the picture from Twitter. Um, so that was one. Another one. They did a book walk, like a cake walk. And so what they did was instead of it just being that they got the book for free, which would have been cool enough. They, um, each kid had, if I remember right, each kid read one of the books. They wrote, they did a flip grid review of the book. So then the kids walked around with iPads and they walked around and when they stopped, they had a book in front of them. They scanned, there was like a piece of paper on the front cover, I think. Mm -hmm. They scanned it and they watched the book review on Flipgrid video. Then they had to read the book because these were like picture books. So then they sat down and they read the book. And then they, did, they that did that again. Kid. They did it like a couple times. I thought that was super cool and fun to do. Yes. Um, that was a great idea. Um, sorry, the book end art was at Library Queen. And then the book walk was at Kramer Teacher One. And I'll, it'll all be on the website. And then the last one I really thought was super cool. And I actually sent it to Andy and Kat because it's um, a really cool image. I think it's the same guy that did the um, uh, Sammer as a pool image same. oh yeah it looks very similar that guy's very but smart. basically it's the difference between a digital footprint and a digital tattoo so we all talk about our digital footprint and he had like a picture of like a foot in the sand right well a footprint in the sand eventually could wash away but right. a digital tattoo is something that you're proud of and it's positive in theory the, the, the theory behind this is that it's something that you you work to cultivate that you're proud to show off that you really like want to be out there so it's kind of like promoting positive digital presence yeah as opposed to it being a digital footprint something that can go away away. something that is permanent so it's a better like my myspace it's my digital tattoo i'm just kidding no it's not remember myspace is all gone remember oh they deleted all this stuff they had that server crash and all that myspace stuff is gone well that wouldn't be my digital tattoo anyway (laughs) i don't think i was proud of any of that but i don't know i so now i'm thinking like what is my What's kind of the idea and what we tell the kids, like if you Googled yourself, what would come up? What are the things that people would see? And is that a positive thing or is that a thing that you're like, ooh, I need to work on that a little bit. I need to make sure people when they Google my name, they see like that I do really cool things, that I'm a podcaster, that I um, work with classes, that I teach things, stuff like that. They want to kind of see the the permanence of the Internet versus like um, the idea that that stuff might. I mean, again, MySpace did go away. They had a server crash. But in theory, for the most part, we teach the kids about how permanent the digital stuff is. And so this is a better representation of kind of what that means. I don't think I've Googled myself in a long time. But, you know, I just did that while we were sitting here. And um, I don't show up at all because I have the most nondescript, like, name of all time. Jennifer Stewart or Jennifer Stafford or Jennifer Stewart Stafford. There's like 7,000 of us. And one of us has a very questionable career. Um, and she used to always come up when you would look my name up. And I was like, that is not me. Um, but yeah, I, I I wish I could Google myself and like find my wedding registry used to come up, but apparently it's gone now because it's been so long. So see my, my married name is more common. There's a lot of, of Nicole Grams, but my maiden yeah. name was a lot more rare. So there, when I would Google that stuff from college would come up like things I was a member of in college when my name. Would oh come up yeah. In there. Um, but for the most part, it's Nicole Graham. There's, there's a lot of us out there too. I think I've managed to fly under the radar pretty well somehow. I'm not sure how, I mean, not like in my general life with people who know me, but <laughs> 
on the internet, I think I've stayed pretty, pretty low key. So I really like that. I like the idea of a digital tattoo. I think that's really cool. So I guess we're going to, we've been talking for quite a while, almost yeah. 45 minutes. We had a lot to tell you guys. Yeah. And that's what happens when we don't do this for two weeks. We had to throw in some extra stories, but we, we, we will be back next week. We can tell you about the laptop collection how that and how went. it went. And if we're not back, it means we're still crying. <laughs> or still collecting laptops. <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. guys.